This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. Regional Director Noba Anderson unveiled some new information about TELUS's proposed Cortez Island cell phone tower in a report she gave the SRD Board Wednesday, March 16, 2022. Anderson reported on her communications with the Salaman Nation and mentioned City West also reaching out to that nation. TELUS appears to have aborted the proposed tower project in Squirrel Cove and is instead putting microcells on telephone poles. However, the telecommunication giant may still approach the SRD. However, the telecommunication giant may still approach the SRD about a cell tower in Gorge Harbor. Only two of the more than 140 correspondents she is aware of were in favor of cell phone towers, which might have as much to do with the manner in which TELUS ignored the local custom of a public hearing as the tower itself. Cortez Currents was hoping to delay the broadcast of this story until the SRD released the audio of that board meeting. But this has not occurred in time for today's deadline, and the next deadline for radio is Monday. You will find a link to the actual report in the written version of this story. Cortez Current sought an interview with Director Anderson. As the only project TELUS appears to be going forward with at this moment is on land belonging to the Slaman First Nation, we began with a review of Anderson's communication with the Slaman. I reached out to Eric Blaney, understanding that he was the lead contact from the nation. Had a good conversation or two, sent him a bit of information and advised that I would like to come and speak to the council, who are ultimately the Land Use Planning Authority, on whether TELUS uh, will erect a tower there or not. Then a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to present to the nation. My message to them really was threefold. First of all, asking that they join the regional district in requiring that TELUS does a meaningful community engagement process rather than just an opportunity to write one-on-one -on -one letters in. Secondly, that they hold off on any confirmation of the tower until the fiber optic cable is buried and operational to people's homes. Because I don't yet know how the telephone landscape will change with the fiber optic. I'm hearing different ideas from different people about one, it won't change much, or two, it, it actually might change more than we could expect. And three, that if Plowman really does want a telecommunication tower on their land, that they take a look at other partners and really choose their partners wisely. My understanding, and I'm not a telecommunications expert, and I could be wrong, but my understanding is that TELUS doesn't generally share their infrastructure with other providers. It's a competition out there amongst private providers, so that their tower will likely house primarily TELUS technology. And so if you're a TELUS customer out on the water, you'll have potentially improved communications, but not if you're Bell or Rogers or Shaw. Whereas City West, as a publicly owned and publicly funded company that doesn't own Spectrum, doesn't have the capacity to provide cell service, is interested really in providing competition to everybody because they are a partner of the regional district are more responsive to the public's interest. And if the public is really adamant that it doesn't want 5G, well, then we can really have a conversation about that in a way that I don't trust we could have a conversation with a telco that is privately funded. So I asked them to reach out to City West 
which I understand had just started the day before City West had reached out to them. I didn't get much feedback other than they would be in touch. And they were already working with TELUS on a public Zoom meeting with TELUS. Eric Blaney framed it more in terms of giving TELUS an opportunity to dispel misunderstandings on the island. I hope it is done in a more open participatory way than we saw with Mosaic's Zoom meeting where you have to pre-register and then you can't actually speak. Providing that does happen, which I don't have agency over, they may well be a bit surprised by the, the breadth of input here on the island. There's a lot of people who are very, very, very passionate about this matter right now. So I haven't had further communication than that with Plaamen. In your report, you mentioned that you asked TELUS for communications they got from Cortez people. Have you found TELUS to be very open with the communications that they've received? They haven't shared them at all. I don't know if that's because they're you know, grumpy about sharing them or whether they have privacy laws that inhibit them from sharing them. I haven't really pushed that, but they have said that is absolutely not standard procedure to share them. So what I did then is I reached out to all the people who copied me on their letters from last summer, summer 2021, and asked their permission to share those letters with decision makers and shared them both with Plaamen and with the regional district. Just for context, those letters from last summer have gone into a bit of a black hole in TELUS's process because TELUS has opened up a new file down the road, therefore doesn't consider the input on the old file relevant anymore. Most of those letters that I were copied on were, some of them spoke a little bit to the individual siting location in, in Mansons, but most spoke very generally in nature and would have applied to any site on Cortez. So although I appreciate that the specifics will be different. I think that because people wrote in such a general manner that those letters are still really relevant. So I found a way of you know, making some of those accessible. I don't know what percentage I was copied on and I certainly wasn't copied on the letters in the most recent round. I didn't ask to be because it's not in my land use planning authority, which is partly why Safe Tech was set up was to receive copies of a lot of those letters. They've received over a hundred. So no, TELUS has certainly not been forthcoming. They've answered some of the questions I've put to them, certainly not all, but I wouldn't really expect it to be terribly different. They're a private company out to try to meet the interests of their customers. So be it, that's fine. From what you've seen, is there much public support for TELUS on Cortez Island? Not that I've seen. Now, I've spoken to people who haven't written, who would love better cell phone service on the island, especially people who haven't been in one house for a long time and don't have a stable landline or have a business that is really dependent on being able to move around in geographical space. So no question there is support for better cell service. And I would submit that probably 70, 80% of the people who are writing in opposition to the tower right now would probably also be fine with better cell service. I'm not hearing that people are adamant against better cell service. What I'm hearing is that giving comment in sort of a vacuum of information and in a vacuum of dialogue in the absence of good discussion and the ability to really look at alternatives. I, I mean, I, I think when I get people on such a spectrum of an issue, some people say this is about 
absolute public safety and ability to call 911 and you have to have telecommunication and, and cell service everywhere. We need these towers. Other people who tell me that this tower goes up, I might be in the position of taking my life because I, I can't live in the electromagnetic magnetic field anymore. So when I have such a, a massive spectrum and people on, are passionate on such an issue, I think there's exploration that we haven't yet done. And I've been asking City West to really lean in hard with us on Cortez and see what other kind of options we might bring to the table. I'm finding them to be a little bit more creative and publicly responsive. So your initial question is, are there people who are in support? Of course, there are people who are in support, but they have not been the vocal ones. They have not been the ones that have been compelled to write of the 140 letters I've been privy to, I think I've received one or two who are in support. There may well be just as many who are in support, but they're not taking the time to write it right now. The people who are writing really, really, really don't want cell phone towers right now in this particular way without community consultation and are letting me know really loud and clear. Is Chella still planning to put up towers in Squirrel Cove and Whaletown? The most recent email I received from TELUS just shy of two weeks ago, I think, said that they had found a way in Squirrel Cove of not needing macro cells, which I understand to be towers. They have put some micro cells on telephone poles on the island. So that's what I take from that line. They may well abandon their proposal in the gorge. But really, the reason that I wrote the report to the regional district was twofold. One, regardless of whether we get a proposal from TELUS on SRD planning land, I wanted a lot of that communication and correspondence to be on the public record for any future uh, plans that we might have for any telecommunications on the island. And second, I wanted to really underline for the regional district that if indeed TELUS does come to us seeking land use planning authority, concurrence as they call it, for a tower in the gorge, that I wanted them to stick to their position of requiring better community consultation before making that decision. And just giving them the sort of the, the history and the depth of the history on this matter that otherwise they couldn't possibly know. You've been listening to Cortez Island Regional Director Noba Anderson talk about the report she just gave the SRD board on various aspects of TELUS's plan to erect cell phone towers on Cortez Island. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye. <laughs>